Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, it's starting to get serious. Well, I've got an email success story for you today. And this particular guy says he's actually a recovering nice guy. And he's made some subtle changes in his game since he started following my work. And just recently, a woman that he's been dating asked him to be exclusive. And so he shares the subtle changes that he's made in his own life. He's still a nice guy, but he's no longer a pushover. And so he basically shares the difference that made the difference for him based upon what he learned from me. So I have a quote that I wrote on this particular topic and we're going to go through his email and see what he did to kick some ass. And the quote says, The best investment you can make in your life is to invest in becoming a better version of yourself by studying people who are more successful than you are and who are further along in their journey to achieving their dreams. When you learn from others who already know what you don't, who have paid the price to get where you'd like to be, and who already have made the costly mistakes and blunders, you will avoid the epic mistake of trying to reinvent the wheel. By modeling the success of others and applying what they already do successfully, you will dramatically speed up your learning curve, progress, and achieve your goals in the shortest time and most efficient manner possible. It's always better to work smarter, not harder. And as I was getting ready to earlier today to go through this particular email, I was looking at some of the, the YouTube comments. And I saw one, a guy was basically whining and complaining about how his life always sucks and it's just not worth the effort and things never work out for him and poor me, boo-hoo. He broke up with his girlfriend, I was six months, a year ago. And in that period of time, he's gone out with one girl on one date and she didn't call him back. And of course, the sky is falling. And when I look at that and I look at his level of effort, it's pretty obvious why he's not succeeding because he's not really doing anything. And when you look at the six human needs that we all have that we're all trying to fill, one of our needs is for love and connection. And that particular guy, the way he goes about fulfilling his need for love and connection is to go tell everybody about what a tragedy his life is and how life has dealt him a shitty hand Poor me, boo-hoo, and friends and family go, oh, poor you, oh, that's so terrible, oh, gosh darn. And so that's how he connects with other people is to share his problems. And if you look at the comments with some of the other people that have commented, it's just like this just big, long, emotional rambling that he goes on. And he's getting attention from people and people are telling him to be positive. And as a coach, I look at that and I think, if that's the level of effort that you're making, it's going to take you a decade to get anywhere. I mean somebody like that, if I was coaching them personally, I'd say, dude, in the next 30 days, you need to ask out 100 different women. And these are women that will at least look you in the eye and smile. And the numbers work out to be, just like I talk about in the video Improving Your Social Skills, if you do exactly what that 12-minute video says – and you practice that if you ask out 100 different women, that's 25 women a week. And you can spend two to three hours on a Saturday, two to three hours on a Sunday. You can go to a mall. You can go to a trade show. You can go to an art fair, a farmer's market, wherever it happens to be where there's a lot of people 
and you can knock out 10 to 15 different women approaching them and asking them out just like I talk about in that video. It's a doable goal. I coach guys all over the world to do that and the numbers work out to be if you ask out 100 different women, about 12 of them will go out with you and if you follow what I teach in my book, about three to five of them will sleep with you. And this particular guy also complains that when he talks to women and he approaches them, he becomes a nervous wreck. And what does that tell me as a coach? That he's scared, that he hasn't done it enough. And therefore, when he talks to a woman, it's something that's foreign to him. Like for me, at this point in my life, 45, about to be 46 in a few months, I don't look at it that way. These are things that I overcame when I, in my teenage years, in my early 20s. My problem wasn't asking out women. My problem was getting past the second or the third date. And quite frankly, the easiest part is asking women out or getting a phone number. And this particular guy, he's got a story that he tells himself and he tells that story to everybody else. And that's the story that he tells himself to keep from taking any action. And as I say all the time, you must participate in your own rescue. If you're not willing to do anything to help yourself, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get any better. Repetition is the mother of skill. And that guy had been six months to a year since he had a terrible breakup with his girlfriend and he's been out on one date with one chick and she didn't call him back. And if he'd really been diligently applying what he's been learning from me because he said he'd read the book several times but quite frankly, you might as well have read it no times because if you're not applying it, knowledge is only potential power. It only becomes power when you actually apply it. And this guy just simply isn't doing that. And if he'd asked out 100 different women, like I've said in countless videos, like I talk about doing in the book, he would have had a lot of practice and more than likely he wouldn't have even gone out with that girl in the first place because it's obvious she probably wasn't that into him. But he's so unhappy with his life, it's going to be really hard to be a great date if you're fucking miserable and you're not happy. But he's looking at a woman, if I just get one girl, then I'll be happy. Then all my problems will be solved. Well, he had a girl before. And he's still not happy. You got to focus on taking care of you, on getting to a place where you love and you enjoy your life. And it takes fucking work. Like tonight before I did this video, I went and ran three miles. I didn't want to fucking run three miles, but I knew I needed to do it because I didn't work out yesterday and I, I'm going to be mentally sharper. My skin's going to be better. I'm going to sleep better tonight. It's easier for me to do a video when I've exercised an hour or two before I actually shoot the video. And I thought, and for like the first 22 minutes, I'm on the fucking treadmill. I'm going, this fucking sucks. I don't want to do this. This is fucking bullshit. I've run far enough. And these are all things that are going through my mind. But I'm also thinking, what's the payoff? What's the benefits? Remember this? The pros and the cons, making that kind of a list. And so. That's what I was looking at. You got the, the things that – these are the negative consequences if you don't do what you know you need to do and these are where the positive consequences go if you do take care of what you need to do. And that's how I motivate myself. And when I learned that 25 years ago from Tony Robbins, it completely changed the way I think about everything and I really didn't want to fucking run three miles. But you know what? I also thought about how good I'm going to feel after I get done running. How much sharper I'm going to be. How much better night's rest that I'm going to have. And when I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to look myself in the mirror and I'm going to look better. I can see it in my skin. I can feel it. 
in the way I feel. I can feel it in my energy, in my mental clarity, in my just overall sense of well-being. So I was thinking about all the positive benefits that are going to come because of it. I wasn't thinking about the fact that I really didn't feel like fucking running tonight even though I might have been bitching about it and thinking to myself and coming up with a thousand different reasons why I should quit and get off the treadmill and maybe only run a mile and a half instead of three miles. But I did it. And why did I do that? Because at this point in my life, I've been running most of my, when I look back, all the way back to high school when I played football. And it's a habit I've developed over the course of my life. And so when you do something over and over and over and over and over and over again, you get good at it. And despite the fact that my mind is saying, I don't want to fucking do this, my body's going, I don't really want to fucking do this, I did it anyways because the payoff was a good payoff. I had a lot of pleasure that would happen if I did it. And by the time I got off the treadmill, I was glad to get off the treadmill, believe me. But afterwards, I took a shower and it's like, feel great. I feel a lot better than I did, completely changed my attitude. But it's just little things like that. It's like what Ray Lewis said. Grinding is my rest. If where you are right now is not where you want to be, it's like what St. Augustine said. He said, faith is believing in what you do not yet see. And the reward for this faith is to see what you believed. You got to do the work. You got to put in the effort. You got to at least show up. It's like one of the things that Michael Jordan said. I can accept failure. But I can't accept trying. And the guy that was whining about how shitty his life is, but yet he's ignoring the fact he's doing nothing to help himself. Yeah, you can watch videos all day long and read my book all day long. But if you're not interacting with other people and overcoming your shyness or what you feel is holding you back, you're not going to get any better. You might as well not even waste your time watching videos or reading the book if you're not going to take action. It's like what Buddha said. Faith without action is meaningless. So with that said, let's go through the, the email that this guy has and we'll see what he has done to turn things around. So you got one guy who's crying the blues, oh, poor me, poor me. And you got this guy here who followed instructions and he took action after he had a really shitty crappy breakup. So he says, hey, Corey, at the moment, it's starting to get serious with a girl and it's all thanks to you. Well, I appreciate you wanting to give me credit, but at the end of the day, you did the work. Maybe I showed you the way, but the bottom line is you took action. And that's why you have a great success story, unlike the other guy who was whining like an emotional tampon in my YouTube comments. Because really, he's looking for attention because he does that with everybody that knows him. He whines about all his problems and he never gets anywhere. But this guy, he followed instructions and he took action. He says, I used to be a nice guy who, like all nice guys, tried to be nice in order to get women to like me. Took that approach a lot in my teenage years and my early 20s and it got me nowhere. I got tired of blue balls. So I realized I needed to change my approach. And I took action. That's the difference. And I tend to apply better success principles than most people. But at the end of the day, you can have the best information in the world and if you're not taking action, it's fucking useless. I agreed to everything they said and I responded immediately to text messages and wrote what I thought they wanted to hear. So in other words, he's not speaking from his heart. 
He's not telling women what his intent is, what's on his mind. He's doing things based upon horse trading. In other words, I'll do this for you and hopefully you'll like me enough to want to date me, sleep with me, have sex with me, etc. He says, I canceled other plans to be with them and the list goes on. So he's constantly putting everybody else's needs before his own. He's not standing up for himself. In other words, he wasn't acting like a true equal. He says, I was basically a needy guy with no confidence. I wanted approval. He says, this caused a woman I was dating to lose attraction for me about a half a year ago. She was a great girl, confident, funny, clever, good communicator. She had it all and I blew it. Those really sting. He says, I was desperate to lose her. So I see now how my nice guy behavior went on turbo mode in order to win her. It didn't work. That's what made me pick up your book. It's like he basically got to a place where he in essence hit the wall or he hit rock bottom or he realized that what I'm doing ain't fucking working and something needs to change. Because until people get to a place where they realize that their belief system or the way that they're going about their life is not working for them, they won't do shit to help themselves. And this guy was plodding along, doing what most people do, doing the kinds of things you see in TV and the movies all the time, just pursue, 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 express your interests, puke up your feelings, and eventually the girl will fall for you. I talked to a guy today who had been talking to a woman long distance for the past year and a half of his life. I felt bad for him, but he was young. He was in his early 20s. I was like, I used to do the same shit, man. I know all about that. I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like. I know your balls are probably the size of fucking watermelons right now. But hey, the good news is you had the opportunity to learn all this stuff in your early 20s that took me until my early 30s to really get it. So just imagine how awesome you'll be by the time you get to be the age I was when I figured all this shit out. You can have a whole decade on me. He says, that's what made me pick up your book. And after reading your book, I started thinking about my behavior and I realized the reason why I was so nice to women was because I wanted approval and sex. There was nothing wrong with your intent. It's just the strategy, the way you were going about it was terrible was terribly flawed and it wasn't until you realize you know what this shit just ain't fucking working something i am doing must be wrong but it's like it took a lot of failure and a lot of being my head against the wall and the same shit kept kept happening over and over and over and over again the same shit happened with every single woman i interacted with And eventually, when I was 23, 24, 25, I was like, this shit really ain't working. I really need to change my approach. And that's when I really started to learn. And eventually, in my latter 20s, that's when I ended up getting divorced and realized that I'm going to figure this shit out one way or another. I eventually did. He says, I've read your book two times now. Two times in six months? Come on, man. You can do better than that. And I will read it again later on. 
How can you ever have the time if you never take the time, dude? Think about it. This girl's just asked you to be your boyfriend and you're doing you're making a mistake like a lot of guys make. You're thinking, hey, I'm getting laid. She's happy. She's calling me all the time. She just asked me to be your boyfriend. I got this. Dude, you're not even in there. You just now are at the beginning of the relationship phase. And if you read the book twice, you don't know the relationship skills yet. You're cocky. You're full of yourself. You think you got this shit down. So what is it going to take? You getting dumped by this girl before you realize, you know what? I probably should have listened to Corey when he said read the book 10 to 15 times. I guess there's a reason why he writes that in his book to read it 10 to 15 times. And he says it in videos all the time. Unless you enjoy rejection and getting your heart broken, then by all means, just read it twice. He says, I now understand why women don't want a nice guy. They want a man who can protect them, who is ambitious, confident, and caring and respectful, obviously. I'm still nice. I'm just not a pushover anymore. The difference in how I am with women now is subtle but still game-changing. I assume they want to be with me because I'm a great guy. I didn't really believe so before. Well, as the old saying goes, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you don't think you're worthy, you're going to act like you're not worthy and you're going to communicate with your words and the tone of your voice that you're not worthy and women are going to go, you're not worthy. I also kept conversation to a minimum with this girl I'm getting serious with on text. The phone is for setting dates. Another thing, this particular one of the guys I was coaching today, he's been the emotional tampon. He basically became this girl's therapist and because she has all these fucking problems, he justified this to himself. And keep in mind, they were like 5,000 miles apart and never met in person. A year and a half of his life he wasted on this girl. And he's just now finally starting to take his power back and stand up for himself. And so he's learned a painful fucking lesson. But the good news is he's still young. He says, I just make plans and I make plans that make hooking up a possibility. Well, just like I teach in my book, a man's job is to create an opportunity for sex tapping. Hang out, have fun, hook up. There's nothing in there about a relationship. Why? Because that's the woman's department. Relationship labels, dating, commitments, bonding, connecting, that's all feminine energy. He says, I've kept conversation light and funny since we've met, never mentioning anything about the future. When we say goodbye to each other, I say it's been fun, but I don't make plans on the spot. Small things like this, I realize now, and this is important, build anticipation and show I'm not a needy guy. Because quite frankly, if you don't make plans at the end of your date when you just had a great time or maybe you just hooked up, had great sex... In the back of her mind, she's still going to be wondering, is he going to call? Am I going to hear from him again? Maybe I should call him. Remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. It's just the way it is. You can accept that and act accordingly or you can ignore it and you can plow ahead like you see in movies and TV all the time and pursue and pursue and pursue and pursue. And be the nice guy, too accommodating like this dude used to be, like I used to be. He says, I also focus a lot more on myself, which is basically working out, studying medicine to become a doctor, and playing guitar in a band. After focusing more on my goals, 
And myself, I've not only seen how this has an effect on the girl I'm seeing, I'm also getting more attention from other girls. I guess it's the confidence of doing stuff for myself, not just others. Well, really, being successful with members of the opposite sex, it's really about you. It's about your internal game. It's about how you view yourself. And, of course, it's how you interact with the other people. But you first got to get your head screwed on straight and see yourself in a positive light and act accordingly. If you see yourself in a negative light like the guy I was talking about at the beginning of the video that had posted the negative YouTube comments about himself, well, other people are going to pick up on that. You're not going to be fun to be around. You're not going to be a fun date and your friends are going to think, boy, you know, every time I get around this dude, all he does is complain about his problems and how shit's not going right for him. I had a lot of friends like that in my 20s and they're not in my life anymore. They're great people and I still love them. I'll see them at reunions and talk about old times but those kinds of people are not going to help me get to where I want to be. You want people around you. They're going to push you to be better. He says, last week the girl I'm seeing asked to be exclusive and she can't get enough of me textbook it's like i say all the time even if you don't believe anything i say if you apply the things i teach you will see that they work for you i've been on this shit a long time and it's been a long road to get to where i am to not only where i was able to help myself but able to listen to other people and read their emails and see what's going on or talk to them and help them tweak what they need to tweak he says, I'm also getting attention from other girls as well. It's great and it's thanks to your book. I just wanted to let you know that you had a positive impact on my life and I wanted to say keep up the good work. Well, you know what? You need to keep up the good work yourself but dude, two times reading the book in six months, that's not sufficient. There is a really high likelihood that you are going to fail if you don't read the book and you don't learn the relationship skills. Just because you're getting laid and you were successful at picking this girl up and you've been successful at dating and getting her to fall for you to the point where she wants to be exclusive, that's not enough, dude. If you don't believe me, then just keep doing what you're doing and in six months time or two or three months down the road, I'll be getting an email that says, mm, I had a setback, I got complacent, I didn't listen to you and I'll be reading that email as well. But hopefully... You'll listen to what I have to say and you'll read the book 10 to 15 times. Repetition is the mother of skill. Excellence is not a singular act. It's a habit. You are what you do repeatedly. Aristotle said that. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen. And just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.